This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, guys, welcome in. Jesse's interrupted my attempted intro 46 times already. So this is the post-vacation episode. Jesse, is you got to fix your picture. I know they can't see it, but I can. If I have to look at a blurry face, it's already a moon face. It can't uh, be blurry. Uh, there ah, it is. I'm here. And Jesse's I'm so back. happy to be alive. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Uh, yeah, we just got back from being out of town for the weekend. Quiet weekend up in the mountains. Uh, speak for yourself. I feel so amazing today because I had a near life death, dear, near death life experience. A dear life experience. I they call almost it. died yesterday. Okay. Was I there? Yes, you were there. Are we talking? I, th- I think you recall what oh, you, I didn't know you, how quickly we've forgotten. Okay. I was tricked into going to an alligator store. And as I came out with not seeing one single alligator in the store, the the pavement was a pothole city. I stepped, rolled my ankle, nearly died. I have a bruise here and here. I'm just, you know what though? Today I woke up just ecstatic to be alive. I feel so good. Jesse's, and I'm Jesse's words, big tree fall hard is what you said to me. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know we were talking about this. It was, uh, I felt bad because your kid was in the back seat. We oh, thought she was sh- laughing when you fell. So we turned around like, hey, don't laugh at him. She's like, I'm crying. I felt so bad. And then it was just a it's whole... the first time I knew she loved me. I yep. didn't. I mean, I've thought I've guessed that she did. That fall was the best. I didn't know we were talking about the fall, but that thing was the best thing that's ever happened to your father daughter relationship. So oh. All right, big. <laughs> and now we're here after a quiet near death experience. What do you say back? about a guy like this? Gets up, dusts fun. himself off. He's ready to roll for the week. That's we didn't you. go to that sky bridge, though. I know your wife is resentful to me about that. We will never go to that sky. No. You couldn't walk on flat pavement. I was not bringing you anywhere near a bridge. So it didn't need to be said yesterday. Need no. to be said today. Yeah. All right. So listen, we got at the end of the show, we got Alan from Collectible. We just did the uh, the uh, interview. We're going to toss that at the end. Alan's got a cool perspective. He's way more plugged into the market, you know, the state of the hobby, so to speak. So we messed around with him at the end. We'll put that like after mailbag, though. Uh, we got some NFL talk at the beginning. Little kids corner. Uh, I don't have what? a ton of other things. I did. A t- oh, good. No, I'm sorry. Shaking when you said disgust. little kids corner, it's kids corner. We have a small segment. A little about it. <laughs> bit of kids corner segment. Thank you. And then I actually have a little segment I haven't told you about. 
I uh -oh. bought more cards in the last week than I've bought in the last month combined. Not in terms of value, but in terms of the number of cards. I probably have 60 cards on my desk. So that I'm excited to hear about them. I have one interesting note that I'll be able to add because uh, while I have been upping the cards that I've been buying, as many know, I don't buy a lot of sports cards. I did buy a sports card and I'm excited to know? talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you'll have to wait till that segment. Does that need to be big picture or no? Big picture. Jesse bought a sports card. <laughs> um, big picture. Sure. That's big not picture. There you go. Where are we starting? Man down. Let's oh, do a little QB injury because there was a number of them. And yeah. uh, follow a, a lot of other positions as well. We're mainly going to stick to the quarterbacks. The only one I didn't put on here I forgot was Darrell Henderson. Check him up when you get a second. The running okay. back for the Rams. Uh, so four big injuries. Tua, Andy Dalton, Carson Wentz, Tyrod Taylor. I say big injuries. Injuries of note. So yes. uh, do you have updated like, I'm not sure. And we may not get updates on all these guys. So like, what do you have on Tua? Um, and actually, guys, before we go into this, this kind of reminds me of last Thursday. We, we've addressed this on Instagram. Apologies. Um, there was for what? A, what do we do now? We, uh, I had quoted out an injury for a player. Um, oh. that was not accurate. Oh, who was it now? now Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Yeah. He and is, I blew right past it. He hurt his wrist. He will be there for opening day. Yes. He did not opening he game. Not he, did not tear his, he did not tear his Achilles. Yes. Little so. different. Now we know that. Um, it's actually the apologies. intern's fault. We didn't blame him okay. last week. We can blame okay. him now. I wasn't it's his going fault. <laughs> now, Andy did great. I'll take the blame. All didn't right. Do great. Didn't do great getting the correct injury information <laughs> for Jalen Brown. Good kid, uh, though. All right. Great kid. Um, let's let's go to Tua. So Tua in bruised ribs. Bruised ribs. So what it's coming down to, it sounds like, is going to be how what's his pain tolerance? Can he play through the pain as okay. if he pay, plays in week three? It seems like it's not quite as bad. Um, there is a chance that he misses. However, uh, it doesn't seem like it was as bad as they initially thought. So my chat, well, we were together yesterday, too. My phone blew up because people know I have a pretty good position on Tua still. I've been buying him. Uh, I'll be honest, bruised ribs don't really affect me. And I think it's interesting they got beat 35 nothing. If he plays next week and they have a good outing, I think that looks really good on him. So if you're looking to dump Tua stuff, I would buy it right now. Um, people confuse this with me thinking Tua is going to be a top five quarterback in the league. I don't. I just think he's exciting and he's going to win games and he has a loyal following coming from Alabama. So I... I my position on Tua has not changed. I think I said originally week six to week eight, I will sell the majority of it because I think they're going to be, by week eight, I think they could be six and two or something like that. I stand by that. I don't think they have an overly difficult schedule. I think he's exciting. I think that team played, again, yesterday was horrendous. They played like garbage. But Buffalo is also one of the best teams in the league and had a bad first, first week loss. So thank you for not muting yourself during that. Um, so yeah, I am still buying Tua. I would not sell cheap right now. Um, I don't think there's any reason to. So that raises the question from Zach Dillick in our mailbag. Uh, I'll just oh, go ahead and look ask at it. you. I'm going to go ahead and ask it. Sure. Are you doubling down or are you staying? You're just holding flat? Yeah, so I'm, I mean, I, I had kind of already slowed down. Like if I find stuff well below comps, like at a decent price, I'll still buy it. But my just loading up, he has already spiked since I bought the stuff. I'm not going to pay today's premium for his stuff. So okay. I'm not loading up. If people panic, though, and contact me, hey, I think this is going to be worse than it is, or I just think he's going to be trash going forward. I would happily take stuff off your hands for 70 to 80% of comps. It basically comes down to if he's playing in week three cartilage damage or not. So that's what they're going to wait and see. So there you go. Okay. Uh, Andy Dalton, obviously the big news isn't Dalton. 
the big news is Justin Fields. Yep. Uh, what is the situation with Andy? Have they said anything definitive? Uh, so at first not. they thought it was a torn ACL, which would have been real bad. But now they're thinking Justin Fields, a, it wouldn't have been. Well, no. Um, <laughs> now they're thinking bone bruise. So um, weeks. he's likely going to miss week three, um, which means Justin Fields is going to be playing. So Okay, yeah. So you've seen Justin Fields stuff has been slow. There has not been a lot of uh, movement in a positive way in his pricing. He's pretty much held pat. He looked okay yesterday. I should have had you pull up his stats. I think he was like six for 12. I, I believe he had a pick. It's, uh, I think I'm close. Like six for 12, 100 yards, one pick. Here was the biggest thing to me, though. He comes into his first NFL game in the starting position halfway through a game with an injured guy. Like he goes down in front of you. That's a tough spot to come into. He played well enough to win. That's what I'd say. Yeah, he what did, did he, have one pick, uh, threw for 70 yards. Six for 12, is that right? Yeah, he didn't play great. I didn't need him to play great. Six for 13. First, Six for 13. Yeah, that's not a good game. I mean, not a good half game, however long he played. Held on to win. I'd like to see what he does with a full week of practice under his belt going in next week knowing he is a starter. I think this is a huge week for Justin Fields. Normally, I wouldn't being one game, but people, the overreaction train is strong right now. Oh, it's Zach Wilson threw to the Patriots more than his own team yesterday, and people (laughs) are already saying, like, this franchise is doomed. You know, then Mac Jones looks unbelievable. Mac Jones looked good against a horrible team. But I just, the overreaction factor. People are bailing on Trevor Lawrence already. Trevor Lawrence is doing what Peyton did in his rookie year. He looks great at times. He looks horrible at times. He has a terrible team. But it's interesting to me that there's that much reaction, good or bad, because if Fields comes out and plays well, I think I'd be tempted to sell him after next week because I think you'll see an immediate spike. If he plays terrible and you like him and believe in him, I think you may have a good buying opportunity a week from today because I think people are going to go crazy and bail and overreact to a bad game. So Justin Fields is one of the more interesting guys going into next week. So as it stands right now, again, overreact if you feel. For new quarterbacks, brand new to this year. Can you underreact? Is that a thing? Um, I know you can be underwhelmed. There can you, you be overwhelmed? Like, look at you. Um, so at 10 you things go. I hate about you. You're can welcome. you just be well? Can you ever can just you, be well? Oh, that's I it. You, I didn't finish I think it. you can in England. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you take it from here. You're such a 10 things I hate about you. Joseph Gordon. Uh, Levin. Gordon Joseph. Joseph. Joseph yeah. Uh, third Rock from the Sun. That was his name. I was going to think Robin, but. Well, <laughs> uh, fair. All good. Uh, question being of the 2021 brand new QBs, who do you think your opinion is outshining everybody else? Mac, not close. Mac, okay. Right now it's Mac. Okay. He's played well. He's on, I, I could argue he is on the best team of any of those guys and they've had a pretty easy schedule. You know, he's a good, I, you know, I, I'm excited because I think a couple games in a row looking good. He's looked polished. You know, again, let's see what he does next week. I, okay. I just, I'm not overreacting personally to any of these guys. I like that the market is because I think if he wins again next week, I'm going to sell that card next week or the week after. My goal was always week three, week four with him, and that's probably what I'll do. Okay. For Mac um, Jones, that is. Carson Wentz? Yeah, what happened with Wentz? He hurt his ankle. Uh, Carson they actually Wentz. Played, by the way, that, that Indy team played very well against the Rams, and I think the Rams are going to be as good as almost anybody in the league this year. Yeah, he apparently sprained both ankles. Um, oh, granted, they did lose that game, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't if that you far sprain off. both. It's like just being balanced out. He's fine. Exactly. Just wobble exactly. one way, wobble the other. <laughs> um, they're saying that he is possibly going to return for week three, but it's not likely. So um, but it's not as bad. You know, a sprain uh, these days can be healed and mended pretty quickly. So 
So Bottom here's line. what I would here's what I would say with him. I, I am not spending any money on. J- I know guys are always looking for the next guy. Who can I get to first? I, I would st- I would not spend a dime on Jacob Eason. I would not spend any money on Ellinger. I think he's the third string there. And even Carson went to this point preseason. It was like you know maybe he's worth taking a flyer on, but then he got hurt, so that crushed that. I'm out on buying any quarterback in Indy this year. Really? Unless I see something drastically different. I'm kind of just out on all three of those guys. I don't think any of them have a future as being a top 15, even quarterback in the league. And that's a good team. So it's a shame. But yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's anybody I'd want to invest in any, any of them. Really? Okay. Now I haven't looked at numbers either. Like if Jacob Eason's, if people are starting to get a little high on him again, I would use as an opportunity to sell though. We saw this happen when Carson Wentz got injured originally at the national guys came around. All of a sudden, everybody wanted Jacob Eason because he's going to be the next guy. He showed pretty quick he is not going to, at least from what we've seen, he is not going to be a starter quality type NFL quarterback. So if there's any price bump at all and you have his stuff and you're not holding it forever, probably the best time to sell it like today. Like even if he performs amazingly week no, three? If he, nope. If he performs amazing and stuff will jump, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm betting on the fact that I think he's going to play bad and play poorly and, and maybe not even play at all. So, yep, I'm out on all the indie quarterbacks, though. Um, Tyrod Taylor. Hamstring. What is the what's yeah? What's the prognosis there? Any so, prognosis negative? Seinfeld. <laughs> um, I'll go pop culture all day. I 90s? know you're Let's killing it. Um, so it, not a lot of information right now. He is going to be out. Uh, they're already saying for week three. Um, yeah, and there's a chance, slim chance, Deshaun Watson takes his place. But I kind of see. I heard it, it was going to be the Mills, that rookie Mills, uh, who's going to take over there. Who's a rookie from this year's quarterback class. Um, I guess, though, it's weird to me. If Deshaun is ready to go, he would be playing now. Like, if Deshaun was ready to go, he would have started the season. He's a I don't top. know. I think it's I think it's more... Uh, I, do, le- I think there's... No, no, that's what I'm... To okay. your point, I think there's more there than this, so I don't yeah. think an injury changes that. Okay. I can't I imagine we're going to see Deshaun. Um, but we've been saying this about... Ty- Today's just victory laps, actually. That's all we're doing today. Victory laps <laughs> and pop culture references. This is Tyrod Taylor. He's going to play really well like he did last week and look great. He looked good yesterday for a, a stretch. Then he gets hurt, or then he has a couple inconsistent starts. So same thing. I'm not I'm not putting any money into Tyrod Taylor. And, and I don't know that I'm chasing after Mills. That Now, if you've been pulling this kid out of his, because he has patch autos at least in gold standard and certified, and I can't even remember the kid's first name, whatever the Mills kid is for the, for the Houston Texans, rookie quarterback. That's a, that's a perfect example of a guy who's going to get a start that has no business in the world getting a start this year. Like if if norm, normal circumstances, Deshaun is your starter. Worst Davis case, something Mills. happens with him. Davis Mills, thank you. Worst case, something happens with Deshaun. You get Tyrod. But for both those guys to get knocked out, for this kid to have a chance, very slim margin there. And all of a sudden he does. So he's another guy. If there's any hype, I think you probably use that as an opportunity to sell out because nobody was nobody cared about that kid 48 hours ago. So Davis is who's up if Deshaun's out, right? Yeah, Davis. I think Davis is the guy who came in uh, Sunday. Davis Mills. Okay. Yep. So to confirm, it looks like uh, I'm now seeing another report. ESPN is reporting that Watson will not be active yeah. in Thursday night's game. So yeah, that's what I mean. It's on a short week. I just uh, if you've got here's the only thing I would say about having Davis Mills cards because this is a weird situation, right? Guys who have the I would say the majority of people who have Davis Mills cards right now simply got that team in a break or they opened a random box and got them. Most mm-hmm. people. People are not going out and searching this guy's stuff out, right? So if you've got it, you have, I mean, you probably have nothing into it and you have no expectation. 
I don't know the give it a week. What if he comes out Thursday and plays well? Or at least or at least gets a little hype and buzz around him and his prices jump. I guess there's nothing to lose there. He did have a, a touchdown, too. but he did have one pick and he only yeah. had eight eight completed of 18. So Yeah, I guess to me it's like give it a shot. Cause if this kid comes out and plays good, all of a sudden there's this crazy Cinderella narrative story. I just think again, because you have nothing tied up in him. I would hold, see what happens. And, and maybe you decide, hey, I actually really like this kid. I'm never going to sell it. Fantastic. Collect it forever. But if you've got it, again, by chance, with most people who have his stuff, it's probably because of that. I'd see what happens Thursday. Okay. Those are the big four. Um, did you want to talk about... Darrell Henderson, what's his deal? Is yeah, he I just pulled up his thing. He's a running back. Not a huge market anyways, but he, looked, he has looked good this season. Um, Darrell Henderson says... Uh, Suffered a rib injury in the second half of the game. Um, right now, it says uh, it's a best to prepare that he does not play for week three. So, okay, there you go. Yeah, interesting, just because that's a very good team. He's played well there. Their backup, Sony Michelle, kid from the Patriots a couple years ago. Uh, same thing. If you get Darrell Henderson stuff, just hold on. I, I think the Rams are one of those teams, the majority of those players, I think you hold till the end of the season because I think we're going to see a massive spike because of how well they play this year. So, uh, you know what I want to do next? I want to review the five games we kind of talked about last show as okay. like previews. Um, Are we going Houston, to review how great I did in our fantasy league? Or who did just, dominant? I got smoked I, again. I beat By everybody. Way, and I played Rondale Moore, my late last round pick everywhere. Dominating game for the Cardinals. I still did not win. You did. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose in the league where I have Tom Brady. Tom I've, Brady had 86 touchdowns yesterday. I'm going to lose that game. Oh, Amazing. Tom Brady. It was the I know that I really cheated you by taking him for our league, but I really don't regret it at all. By the way, I think you're going to win your matchup. But uh, you still it's have, very close. I have Rodgers and Devontae Rogers Adams. Yeah. I do think they're going to go nuts tonight. So that was the one game we talked about last week. I stand by what I said. I think tomorrow morning we wake up, Rodgers has 350, three plus touchdowns, huge game. Okay. Um I hate fantasy football. I absolutely <laughs> despise it. I'm so I, bad at it, and I don't care enough to be. Like to try to be good, so it's tough. It's it's hard to hate it when I'm two and zero. Oh, um, but okay. you know, I I want to I want to jump on your bandwagon. It's no fun. It's boo ugly. By the way, Tom Brady <laughs> stuff. If you've been paying attention to his numbers, oh, he is having a freakish start to the season. Yeah, nine touchdowns now. I mean, again, it's the Falcons. They looked unbelievable yesterday. Two more touchdowns for Gronk. I fully expect Gronk will get hurt at some point and miss some time this season. But if that team's healthy at the end of the day. I just don't know who's stopping them this year. And yes, I'm overreacting and I don't care. So uh, if, if you're looking to buy Brady stuff, it's up from where it was preseason. Like he steadily climbed, which is kind of when I loaded up early. I still think if you're like one of these guys, man, I've always wanted a Brady for the collection to put away. I don't, I, I just feel like every week is one week later than you should have bought it. Like if you're going to do it, do it now. Because at some point, people, I, I just think we're going to keep seeing these spikes. And not even spike, it's just gradual growth. And I don't think we're going to see them come down. So yeah. I will say I'm very happy that I bought those uh, that collectible fractional thing when we were doing the live show. Oh I, yeah, I just decided to just randomly yep. buy that. It's not it's not a bad investment. We'll just say that. Oh yeah, one of those just sold for like 130 thousand, didn't it? Most recent sale was on the 17th. It was for a hundred thousand. Oh okay, that says yeah. eight, five, ten contenders, right? Yes. Yep. Oh no, nine. 10. No BGS nine. BGS nine ten. Yeah. Yep. That's insane. But yeah. that's a card. I just don't, you're, never, you're not going to see those in a few years. The majority of guys I know buying Monster Brady cards are buying those to put away, and you're just never going to see them. So, 
Anyways, uh, here's the other four games on, because Green Bay we can't say much about. Last week we talked about Houston and Cleveland. That was kind of what I thought would happen. I thought Baker would have a bigger game. He got hurt, but he did come back. I, I am exactly where I was last week on Baker. I'm a hold. See what that team does. See how good they're going to be. Just, just wait and see. Um, the second game was New England and the Jets. Mac Jones, again, looked very good. The only... Here's my two reactions for the QBs there. Mac Jones, I think you can still hold because I think there is still upside. And Zach Wilson, I don't think you need to dump. He has two really? games into his career. Okay. I, I, I mean, Again, I know we love to overreact. A rookie starting week one, it's tough to do in the, in the NFL. He's played two games. The Patriots have a very good defense. I think this is one where people need to just breathe and see what happens. Um, four Sam's, interceptions that game. I just want to. Yeah, he looked. Oh, he looked terrible. Okay. He had four picks. Yeah, he was brutal. No touchdowns. Yeah. It was yeah, a rough game for him. It was a horrible game. I'm not, I'm not going to justify his performance. I'm just thinking, just relax. I don't think there's any reason to be panicking. So um, I don't like him because of that team. But yesterday's game really changes nothing in my mind. What's the um, deal with the Jets, by the way? They're like garbage. That, have they all just always? Well, they couldn't have always been garbage, but how long have they been garbage? That's what it, they have the I'm, longest active streak in the NFL of not making the playoffs. I that's think. what like, I saw. Okay, you know what would change that if Gary V came back on the show? They'd probably make the playoffs. <laughs> he blew us off the other day. They don't make good. Good for you. I saw something. Gary V wants to own the Jets. I believe he'll do that one day. Good. You can buy him for fifty bucks in an NFT. There you go. Uh, San Francisco and Philly. Now, Frisco won the game. Jalen Hurts had a touchdown call back early, I believe. Um, he looked okay. I was hoping he would look better. This was kind of his first big test. That's a good defense. I'm still in the same. Jalen and Tua, to me, are still even. You know, wait till week six, week eight. That's when I would move off of those guys because I think by then they will have some good, uh, a good record. I think they'll have a good track record. They'll you know, be playing well, playing competitively. The only difference is if Philly's going to be in the lead in that division, they look playoff bound. Then maybe you hold Jalen the rest of the year. Um, I still like Devontae Smith, too. I, that kid has something. I like him. And then the other game, which is the game we what? watched. You didn't mention anything about Garoppolo? Not a, anything to note? Nope, because I still don't trust him to stay healthy. Okay. Yep. Uh, New Orleans and Carolina was the other game we talked about. What is our Darnold stuff doing, by the way, on Starstock? Do you have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled it up. Because we were talking really, about it's pretty it moved flat. Much? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty flat. So it did it looked excellent up. yesterday, by the way. We bought it for, I think, like 145 So we um, bought his 2018 Prism PSA 10 base rookie. Yeah, it had dipped. So I also checked Card Ladder to see most recent uh, comps on it. So this card, card number 203, is currently selling for $151. Um, okay. So we're up 8%. Yeah, it, it had, but the thing is, it had dipped down pretty good too. So they were okay. selling in the low, you know, 120s or so, um, according to oh. Card Ladder sales. So over in the, the same, last month, this thing's moved up quite a bit. 20%. Yes, exactly. So it had also. And, and that's the thing that I'm noticing on Starstock recently, too. Granted, they do sponsor the show, so I'm just putting that out there. Um, it, they used to be a little farther off on values, in in my opinion, as far as like what Card Letter was showing as actual sales in like eBay or other platforms versus what it was going for on here. But nowadays, it seems much closer. In fact, the current, the latest sale, which was today, was $149. So... What's our um, Pele worth on there? Uh, that's a really good question. Do we have a Pele? I thought we bought a... We have a PSA 9 Pele and we have a DAC. Uh, so our collection includes, for soccer, uh, Mbappe. We oh, don't have that's what, a Pele. What did I say? Uh, you said Pele. What did you that's say? That's okay. 
I think I said not that. I said the right thing. Um, but Mbappe is holding strong. We bought it for two hundred dollars, and last sale was two twenty five. So sell it. Ipso facto, we're rich. Sell that um, thing immediately. Take our ten percent. What's the deck <laughs> on there? Didn't we buy a deck or Carson? Uh, we bought a deck. Sam Darnold deck. There he is. Uh, we bought him for two seventy five, and it is currently selling. The PSA ten is. Oh, last sale was oh last sale wasn't PSA ten on here on this site was for three hundred twenty five on August first. Is that um, an optic? So we're specifically looking at the two thousand sixteen Donruss optic. Yeah, oh, we have a 10. PSA. We have a PSA ten. Yes, that's not bad. I bet yeah. we can sell that card over three hundred right now for sure. We can get it sent to us and then sell it. I mean, that's an option. Oh, by the way, you were asking me the other day, like why we don't have any more money in Starstock. So we had put in a best offer. And that's one thing I think we wanted to talk about, too. Yes. But we should probably finish the football segment before we get into that too far. Um, but bottom line is we had a uh, a buy or a best offer out there for Ezekiel Elliott that oh, finally God. went through. So awesome. So we got that card for 200 bucks. PSA 10. It's worth 12 bucks now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So our last the last game that we talked. So Sam Darnold, I still like the fact that his pricing is not up. He's still kind of my interesting guy because of him and CMC together. Again, okay. fairly weak schedule. They're two and zero. I think there's a decent buying opportunity for a very short term flip with him. Um, the other side of that, though, famous Amos, your boy, the quarterback, oh, Jameis. I and that that actually worked. The cookie, cookie brutal, guy, brutal, brutal game. Yeah, I don't care good. what his numbers were. We actually, me and you actually, this was the, this was the game on TV for us yesterday. While we played we were, pool. Yep, well, dominating pool. Um, he looked horrible. And I think this is going to be the story of his of this season. He's going to have a couple very good games. By and large, I think it's going to be underwhelming. So, I yeah, that's why my thing with Jameis, that's a guy you take a short-term win on. His stuff spiked last week. Sell the myth. Sell the legend of Jameis after one good game. Buy so, his cookies, sell his cards. Yeah. Got it. Boom. <laughs> roasted. Where do you want to go next? I don't, um, I'm pretty open. Well, did we want to talk anything about the best offer thing before we go into? It is real quick. So on Starstock, make sure you if you if you don't cancel a best offer, it just sits out there, and somebody can then claim, you know can can claim it. That's what happened with Ezekiel Elliott. Weeks um, over a month ago, we put out that offer. We just forgot to cancel it, so it stays as a standing offer. Somebody finally came and fulfilled it for us. Granted, More, you guys are probably a lot smarter than us, and probably would have yeah, already thought of that. Dumb, but. But. <laughs> uh, we, we are not that we, smart. So. PSA right here. Boom, roasted. Do we have any money left in that account or no? Seven dollars. Oh, if you have yeah. anything for sale for seven dollars on <laughs> Starstock, you let me know. We're buyer. Yeah, we're buying it. Um, right, go ahead. What do you got next? I think we go to your buys. And before um, I get overshadowed by all your buys, I'm just going to mention my buy, uh, which was a, and I think I told you this at the cabin, Herb Washington card. Now, many of you are, oh, yeah. may be asking yourself, who is Herb Washington? Well, let me tell you, he was who? a. Sp- who is he, he? He was a sprinter known for his sprinting abilities. However, uh, Oakland A's picked him up back in 1974 and they picked him as specifically a base runner. That was his thing. He never had an at bat. They would just sub him in as a base runner pinch and runner. his or a pinch runner. Thank you. Sure. And his overall purpose was to steal bases um, at 48 attempts. Um, or hang on, he had 31 stolen bases in 48 attempts. 
um, and scored 33 runs in his one year career. Um, I just I saw this guy the other day. I was like, you know what? This does kind of fall into my nonsense category of, you know, this this there's no one else who has this as their official title on a card as pinch runner. So um, bottom line, I bought it. It should be here any day now and I'm going to get it graded. So there you go. Now, Mike, I'd like to know from Simmons. When's the last time Herb Washington was referenced on a ringer podcast? <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. There's yeah. A lot, of, a lot of herb talk going on here. I thought you wanted to cover the industry. This is covering the industry, this baby. All right. I, I told Jesse, I don't know if I said this on air or not. I had the uh, the busiest week of buying the past six to eight days. Um, came home and everything was pretty much everything was here. I think I'm missing a couple things. Not in terms of price, but I bought a bunch of lots for, I probably spent 20 ish, 20 to 22,000 in that range. So again, not the. Jeez. Where were you yeah, buying? But, so I'll tell you, I focused on a couple things. Um, in general, PSA 10 non-base Zions. I think I got about 30. Uh, some I'll hold them up. You can't see. I'm sorry, but where were you buying them from? Oh, almost all just on Facebook. Facebook oh, okay. marketplaces. Yeah, just different marketplaces. Um, some bigger stuff. Zion, red, white, and blue. Prism PSA 10. Uh, I think it's close to what... I, I've got these all comped out. I can't remember, though. The green Prism. Those are both roughly 1,000, maybe a but little But another less. Zion. So you're, you're high on Zion. I went massive on Zion. Oh, yep. I baby. talked about it last week and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I had a couple. I bought these from two people. They just had lots of them. Uh, the Ruby Red PSA 10. That's oh, a four-figure card for sure. Orange, orange. That was Zion. I don't know who. Spider's Donovan Zion? Mitchell. Oh, I thought that's what you... What are we looking at? These are all Zion. Oh, I thought you... For some reason, even though I repeated the words... Yep, go ahead. You thought Zion sounded like Donovan Mitchell. That's, thought, that's happened No, a the lot. actual... The picture of the... on the It doesn't matter. I'm an idiot. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, Orange Ice PSA 10. Zion rookie. I think that's almost 2,000 right now. 1,500, somewhere in that range. Um, so there's a couple interesting things. Like I said, I'm not going to show all these cards because they don't... They're, man, for some reason, Mosaic PSA 10s. I got one or two base, I think. Almost everything else were just like color, like the reactive orange, reactive blues, ruby wave, pink camos. They're like 100 to 200 bucks a piece. I just think those are very cheap. The pop is not out of control because they are short printed cards to a degree. Um, so I probably got 30 of those. Um, and then and I just. Can you say again, as far as color goes, there, there's a differentiator of pop count as far as like how many were actually made depending on the color. And that's why you look at these. Yeah. So with mosaic. With Mosaic, a lot of these are not serial numbered, but if they're at least a colored insert or a silver, uh, you know they're not based, they're not just mass-produced. So, like, we've got a pink camo. We've got the Mosaic Mosaic Refractor, which almost looks like a silver. It is a lot cheaper than the silver. Uh, reactive Blue is a nice one. Reactive Orange. I did get one base. Uh, green Mosaic. Another Mosaic Camo. Uh, mosaic Camo. Um, pink Camo Green. So the Red Wave's a little bit more exclusive. I like that one as well. Um, I got a couple of silvers. Yeah, I just loaded up on Zion. I think he's going to have a weird start to the season where he wins a lot of games, puts up huge numbers early, uh, just early. Um, I also found, too, for some reason, this guy just had a whole lot. I think there were eight, PS, all PSA 9, hoops premium stock, but they're the Pulsar refractors. For 40 bucks a piece on Zion rookie Pulsars, I'm in. Like, I think I could flip those for 50 to 60 right now, and I think comes midseason, they're 70, 80 bucks. So, ton of Zion stuff. Okay, so for, so far, you've showed us a lot of cards. Yep. None of them sound like they were very expensive. How did you spend 20K? Well, I mean, those first four, 
you're probably talking like the orange ice is about 18. There's probably oh, about 5,500. I thought you were saying like a few hundred dollars. No, I'm sorry. The first four, there were about probably five to 5,500. Okay. Uh, the rest of these are all on average. I would say 150 on average, 125 to 150 on average, but there's probably 40 of them. So there's another, okay. you know, whatever that is. It's four, 40 times 150. I'll tell you that much. 6,000? So yes. 6,000. So that's well over 10 grand right there. But I've got a table full of other stuff too. Some cars we've talked about recently. Uh, I got a good deal on some Jeters. I got another 8.5, BGS 8.5 Jeter, the SP 1993 foil. Um, I just think with his, I think we're poised for a move in the Jeter market at some point. Um, by the way, oh, let me, I want to make sure we're being transparent here. Zion stuff, I plan on holding until the season starts. As soon as I see a spike in general, I'm moving everything except for those first four. The four bigger ones, I may hold for a little bit and see if I can get big, big money. All the smaller stuff will move to me between the first one and three weeks of the season. He goes on a three-game stretch where he's averaging 35 points. Cool, gone. You know, there's a spike. Uh, the bigger stuff, I will hold and be a little more selective on because it's a lot harder to get anyways. I don't mind those. Um, and so, to be completely transparent, I plan on holding holding the Herb Washington. Herb Washington. For, and just to see until how the A's do this year, so. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah, see how the sprinters do this year. Yeah. So yeah, I got a BGS eight five and a PSA seven on the nineteen ninety three foil Jeter. Um, same thing. As soon as I see a move in the market, like we did a couple months ago, those are both trading about fifty percent of their peak three to five months ago. If they get anywhere back up twenty percent or higher, I'll probably move them both. I have one I'm going to hold one eight five, but in general, I'll probably move the other two. I don't. I don't want three Jeters. So I want one. Curious. No on average, what did you pay? Comps. I was right at about 75 to 80% comps across okay. the board. So, and again, I bought almost all these from the same two guys. Do you uh, think you got better deals because you are who you are? Or do you think other guys could go out there and do the same thing? I don't know that either one of these guys knew who I knew about the podcast, quite frankly. Well, that doesn't make sense. So, obviously, yeah. I can't. I should have paid less. <laughs> um, most of the other stuff, I mean, I got a Ja Morant Pink Chronicles PSA 10. Again, not an overly expensive card. It's a Ja 10. It's a rookie. It's not base. A um, couple of the guys I focused on because they had them and they were cheap. Uh, and these are interesting cards to me. So I bought three Joe Burrow PSA 9 Mosaic Silvers. These are the NFL debut, so not the base. They are a base, but they're like a subset. Uh, so they're a little cheaper than just the base. Three PSA 9s. I think the comps were about 60 bucks a piece. I paid 80% of that. You know, I I like Burrow. I don't think yesterday him playing bad was a, was a horrible thing. Uh, this was weird to me, though. The only base I bought, Joe Burrow, Don Russ, PSA 10 base. The only reason I bought him is I don't know how big the pop... Bring this up on card ladder. I'm curious if they have the population because I think a lot of guys still have these and just didn't sub them because not long after, PSA got expensive and shut down. I paid about $75 to $80 a piece on those on average. Okay. Um, I don't want to get this wrong again. This is 2020, 2020 Don, Don Russ, Russ not Burrow. Op okay. Yep. Um, not Optic. So I'm trying to see if there's a graded one here. Ah, here we go. PSA 10. What's the pop? Um, pop is 3,000. Oh, buddy. 1,000. You're oh. doing good. Yeah, see, I like that. And I, what and did I, you and get right it for? Now, I paid like 75 to 80 bucks a piece. Okay. This is, What's it's the going value? for 92. 100? And it's like, yeah. it's at its lowest point right now is 92. Yeah, I'm good with that. I, I like Burrow. Uh, the only other guy I bought, just because they were super cheap, a couple Justin Jefferson's. You know, PSA 10 mosaics. Again, dirt cheap. I like Jefferson. See what they do. Uh, I've got another step. Oh, vintage ride, vintage. These will now these will go in the long term hold for me. A couple of Jim Brown. So it's 1959 tops PSA 5. 
Uh, it's it's like 200 bucks. I don't even remember what it was. It's cheap. It's a second-year Topps card. To me, it's best-looking Topps card. I like it better than the rookie. Not a big card. 1963 uh, Topps PSA 5.5, so 5.5. Those will both go in the Jim Brown box. If he, you know stuff spikes at the end of his life type thing, I'll sell then. But those are more of the long-term hold for that. Uh, and then a, a few higher-end cards. Uh, I bought a nice Durant Auto out of a titanium product. It's on card. It's numbered to 99 it's a couple hundred bucks. I think Durant stuff's going to move up when the season starts. I wonder, though, because you've been so high on Durant for so long, and it's That's still true. nothing happens. That is very true. So I Be could cautious. very well get burned with that. That will go in the Durant box, and honestly, I'll hold that with the other stuff till the end of the season. Okay. Or if he goes in some crazy stretch in between. Yeah. Uh, we're almost done here. I don't want to keep babbling about this. People like this. They want to know. Oh, well, good. PSA 10, Jerry Judy. It's a prism silver auto. PSA 10. Judy, of course, got hurt. Yeah. Bring up his injury news because I am curious when he's going to be back. The, he got hurt. I bought this one in a in a lot before the game last. Or I guess it was right after the game. I knew he was hurt. I didn't know how bad. I'm hoping it's not crazy serious because I'm high on Judy. I like the kid. Jerry Judy has a... Oh, hang on. Before I read this, let me make sure this is recent. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> From 2012, <High. laughs> he broke his finger in middle school. Uh, he has a high ankle sprain. Um, okay, so week to week, miss a few more weeks probably? Yeah, it looks like okay. a, maybe another week or two. I can live with that. I'm fine with that. Judy's the type of guy, too, when he comes back, has a big game. That's a short-term mm, hold for actually, him. Actually, six to eight weeks. Oh, high ankle. Yeah, okay. I'll be interested to see what they're doing by then. I think they're 2-0 and right now. They love Bridgewater. You know, if they're very competitive by the end of the year, um, but as soon as that card spikes, that is a short hold. Uh, that's a short flip to me. And you bought that right before he got injured? Or after? I bought I that probably remember. right after, but we didn't know the okay. extent of it. it and oh, that was okay. definitely in like a 30-card lot, so it was hard. Oh, okay. Um, so after that, there are one, two, three, four, five cards. Nothing crazy big, but five cards that to me were a little bit longer term. And, and to me, longer term is a month or more. So uh, the Luka Doncic, I just like it. It's a second year. It's the Marvel insert. Uh, I actually think that's a card you would like because it's Marvel. It's pretty I actually cool. do think it's cool until I found out it has nothing to do with Marvel. But that's fair. It's cool. Yeah. So 2019, Don Russ, um, Marvel's insert. It's a PSA 10. It's doing like 5 to 550. That it peaked out 850 to 900. I think we'll see that get back closer to that in season. Can I ask what makes you feel you like Marvel more than Kaboom? Because it's like a similar... I got a good deal on that. If somebody gave oh, me a okay. good deal on Kaboom, I would do that. Okay. I don't like that Kaboom's being talked about so much, though. That's my. It's really my only issue with those. So Okay, fair. All right, I'm going to have you put the next four cards into Card Ladder and tell me how we did, because I'm very curious. 1996 Topps Kobe PSA 10. Uh, so the Topps rookie, his PSA 8s and PSA 9s are trading about 25% of their peak. Uh, I am very interested... What you see with this one? You said tops, not tops chrome, correct? Just to tops. be sure. Because I bought these next four in a lot together. So what's the card ladder value on that? I'm excited to find out. All right. So PSA 10. This yep. card is uh, just so everybody knows. Over the last year, it's selling about just about as low as it's been. Yep. That's why um, I liked it. Three thousand four hundred pop count. The card yep. sold for twenty four hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, now give me the all-time high, which was a few months back. Eight thousand? Ten thousand. Yeah. I don't think it's ever getting back there, but I I do like the upside of that one. Um, so twenty four hundred there. Next, twenty seventeen Optic Mahomes PSA ten. While he's doing that, my plan with the Kobe, same thing. I'm waiting for Kobe to have like another big spike. Uh, I think it's in there somewhere. I don't think it gets back to ten. 
in a perfect world to me, that gets to three to thirty five hundred range in the next three to six months. Kind of Mahomes, surprised all this higher pop count uh, base stuff. Yep, these are the only ones because pop count's not crazy. I and mean, what was the pop on Kobe? Oh, I've got a great pop question for mailbag. But uh, pop was thirty four hundred. This is thirty two hundred. Okay. For the Mahomes. Mahomes. Um, now Mahomes, I will hold until the playoffs start for sure. Maybe even the Super Bowl. So this is a much longer term hold for me in general. Okay. Uh, what's this at right now? Eighteen hundred. Oh, that's way higher than I thought. Yep. Uh, when did it top out? Um, so this card actually has been on the rise, especially over the last couple of weeks since they started playing. Um, back in February, it was at twenty seven hundred. Oh wow! Okay, so good jump. So we're at forty two hundred. Excuse me, three thousand. Okay, so forty two hundred on comps for those two. Next, twenty eighteen Prism Josh Allen PSA ten. Now, admittedly, uh, Allen has not looked great the first two weeks of the season. Bad loss in week one to the Steelers. Even yesterday, they blew out the Dolphins. I didn't think he looked all that great. I still think they're as good as any team, not named the Chiefs in the AFC, probably. So Allen's another guy I will probably hold toward. This will be the other one, kind of long for me, longer term, um, six months ish. Or no, I should I shouldn't say six months. The season, January February range, so four months. Call okay. It. What are these eight seven fifty right now? So much lower pop count at about eleven hundred, and it's going for just about eight hundred dollars, which um, okay. So call is, it five, is down. So call it five thousand for total comps now, for those three. And the other one, exact same thing, too. And this one I just talked about. I got a deal on. So 2005 tops, Aaron Rodgers, PSA 10. Jeopardy. Mr. Jeopardy. Um, Another card, though, I'm probably holding to the playoffs. I think Green Bay is, I mean, at least making the playoffs. I don't care how bad they looked week one. Uh, 2,100 pop count. And that puts us up to, hang on. So we're at 7,100 then, right, for the comps? Um. No, that was pop count. So oh, oh, I'm sorry. Before that. Uh, so this card is going for 850. That's what I need to know. So this and Allen call it 1600. 1800 with Mahomes, that's 34, 44, 54. So $5,800 in comps on these four cards Ooh. with the Kobe. Drum roll, I pay, please. I paid right at 5000 I didn't okay. get a crazy deal. Um, to me, the Kobe is, is, I'm very curious. Quite frankly, I don't have any other Kobe's left except for the row zero flare, which I will never make my money back on. This one, I think I can do well on in the next six months or less. Uh, the other ones, like I said, for me, it's long-term, three to four months. The Mahomes, the Josh Allen, the Aaron Rodgers. I think I got in cheaper than the all-time high. The pops are not crazy. They're all-time greats. Uh, Josh Allen is not, but I think he has that type of potential. So I'm okay with those ones. I just realized we, so as as you guys probably know, we will do interviews. We'll record them before and then post them after we talk about Kobe values and we talk about how they're going up, but we just talked about just now how Kobe values are like at all time lows right now. So oh, yeah, he, was it? Yes, it was. I think, yeah, because you'll hear the, he was interview. talking think, more about memorabilia though. And I, and he's right with the super high end stuff, like super low high end Kobe autos are yes. way up right now. The shoes, like we're going to talk about, are way up. Kobe tops base cards, way down. Oh, the we PSA, just teased that. The PSA nines that were doing twelve hundred at one point are doing four hundred bucks. You just dumped a bunch of water That's on yourself. Dang it! How did you see that? That mason uh. jar. So, <laughs> point being, I'm still I'm, I'm buying more active now than before. Um, a lot of that too is I plan on being on whatnot once a month in addition to what me and you were doing because I just think it's a good selling platform. I'll keep throwing some business over there. I, I love Zero just growing. For buying on there. It's just a Friday night, Saturday night, laying in bed. I just start. I spend too much money uh, on That's those platforms. That's how fun stories. 
too many. Yeah. Hey, Mike, enough. <laughs> All right. You that, take something. Don't you have something to add to the show? I thought you had um, something. I, I have, uh, oh, man, Kids Corner. Oh, speaking of, guys, newsletter out today. Make Second sure, newsletter, yep. Make sure you guys have subscribed. I've got it. First off, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The the engagement level on this newsletter is on par with like we've talked to several other guys who have no newsletters, guys who make their living, <clears throat> excuse me, off of newsletters. And they legit are in shock of the engagement level that we've gotten from you guys opening it up, clicking around, reading. So thank you for that. That being cool. said, no, I'm happy I have a kids corner segment, um, as you know. The expert on cards is Mike. The nonsense expert is me. Um, but I did a little Sandlot uh, review. Check that out. Um, that being said, Mike has some more Kids Corner he wants to talk about now. Yeah, I got a cool story. I feel bad. I can't. I, his, the kid's name is N-A-N-S-I-S. Ansis. It's got to be. Yeah. We met this kid at the yes. National. Cool kid. He came up like Friday or Saturday of the National when Carson Wentz got hurt. First question when he came to the table, <laughs> hey, I like the show, whatever, talk for a minute. He's like, by the way, are you selling any Jacob Eason? I was yep. like, I don't have any. Why do you ask? He's like, oh, and he it was breaking news at the moment. Carson Wentz got hurt. I, I like the kid's hustler. I think this is his mom. No, I thought it was his dad. His dad was there with him. I thought it was his dad I'm saying from the email, this. though. Oh, I thought. I don't know how to say these names. The mom is <laughs> L-A-U-M-A. Loma? Lama? Dude. You know what? Welcome to my world. This is what I have to deal with. I like this family. They were very kind to us. We met the kid and his dad. However, she kind of gave me the story, um, which it'd be cool to send this kid a box, like have him rip it, do like a live thing with him for our YouTube channel that we're building that up with. But yes, we met him at National. I made the joke there. Oh, yeah. He's going to be paying for your retirement. Uh, She said he's been super focused on the hobby, especially since the beginning of the year. He went from playing with raw cards on the floor to now he's buying and selling on eBay. Uh, he's lining up for early morning retail. He's setting up tables at local card shows. Kids paying for 95% of his stuff through umpiring for baseball and through his own flipping game. Jeez. Dude is 12 <laughs> years old. Kid is hustling. I love it. Um, she uh, Again, I don't know if this is It is. I, I, just, I just Googled, is Lama a guy or girl's name? It's a, it's a girl's name, so it's got to be. Okay, mom. so the mom, she says even she's been pulled back into the hobby because of it, which I think is awesome. He's got his own YouTube uh, channel for oh. his rips. Dude, you sh- we should have read to the very end. Thanks from Greg and Ansys. He's just using his wife's account, it looks like. Oh, there you go. I didn't read that. So thank <laughs> I- thank you for having an easy name, too, Greg. Thank you. Um, but he has his own YouTube channel, too. This is the type of stuff I thought we kind of spent a few minutes each week on a YouTube station is uh, specifically highlighting. Like, dude is 12 years old. He's in the hobby because he's hustling and paying for himself in the hobby. I met this kid. He's pretty sharp. Like, I, I actually had a good time talking with him. Like, most 12-year-olds are kind of smiling and everything to say. This kid was like, first of all, his take on Jacob Eason, you know, I just thought it was cool. Like, he heard news, and his first thought was, hey, let me see if I can get this guy on the cheap and flip it and make something, which he had already done a few that day. So, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool to still see some young guys in the hobby getting after it like that. I, I think what would be really cool is if, guys, if you guys go out to – I'm going to post it, uh, the link on our Twitter – but uh, go to YouTube. Allison Family Sports Cards is their YouTube name. There It'd be go. awesome just to blow up like his national video or something like that. Be cool to blow up our YouTube station too. Well, you yeah, know, you know, you know, after answers, come over <laughs> ours. You know, check it out. That's right. Anyways, that was a cool email I got. Some of those will be featured in the newsletter. Some of those will be featured on YouTube. Some we'll just talk about here on the show. But that was a cool story, and we met him, so I, that's why I kind of like that one. In yes. Yeah. All Do right. you have anything on this the class action lawsuit? I asked you to look up. Did oh, you find anything right, on that? Right. 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 Um. I just saw a random tweet and then it got deleted 
that, hey, hearing rumors there's a class action lawsuit between just individual plaintiffs. Plaintiffs. Yeah. Pla- uh, plaintiffs. I don't know. I Last week I corrected you or I said you were right on something and my wife was listening and laying in bed at night and she just turns over to me and she's like, yeah, that's not right, Jesse. And I felt like a real idiot. So now get I can't off her correct high you. Horse. She's on such a high horse. Her horse is so high. Um, um, I, so ahead. it is real, though. Uh, so, all right, I'm going to start using their name again because they haven't badmouthed us or anything. Card Porn uh, has posted some information on the PWCC eBay lawsuit thing. Uh, so they are claiming um, PW or, or so. I'm sorry, someone by the name of Greg. I'm not going to use full names. Um, it has sued or they are trying to sue PWCC um, because of the whole shill bidding thing. Uh, it's a class action, it looks like. Um, so they're hoping to get some other people involved in this, but they're winning over $5 million. Bottom line, uh, it looks like Cardboard did a little due diligence, asked like a lawyer or somebody involved in legal. Um, what do they think of this whole thing? Is it actually going to happen? It looks like based on wording, there's nothing, there's no actual proof um, that this guy could say like, hey, you go look at this. This is how you know they did it. So since eBay hasn't come out with anything and this guy can't find anything, they're probably just going to move to dismiss. So bottom line, it there may be nothing else after this, but it is interesting to know. That's that what I was curious about. I saw some tweets. Again, a lot of these things try to be sensationalized by people. I was curious if there was any smoke and actual fire behind it. So we'll keep an eye on it, I guess, see if anything happens. But. Yeah, sounds like it's kind of a non-story. Uh, as far as card porn is concerned, I will make the same invitation here as I did on our other platforms. Come live with us. We'll black out your face like you can hang like a curtain. We'd love to talk to you. But we'll be friends. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. Before history is written, Played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. 
The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, newsletter, uh, not newsletter, mailbag. Mailbag. We started early today. I'm really thrown off by the time. I know. It's 12.40. I feel like I've been talking about three hours. <laughs> I feel wow. really bad because... Uh, Did your meeting you know, get canceled? The meeting got canceled. <laughs> We had to record early because I had a Doesn't meeting. Doesn't matter. I only got 10 minutes left anyways because I have a one o'clock. So let's go. What are you doing at one o'clock? Who None is it? your business. Move is along. It? I swear. It's not show related. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, Mark Turner from Australia wants to know, um, do you think that a card's design could ever have true impact on value? For example, take Zion's Prism Rookie. And Tyrese Halliburton's Prism Rookie, which I think both look pretty terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, look at the inserts we talk about that people like. The Kaboom, the Downtown, the Marvel. I think the aesthetic look of it, the eye appeal, is as beneficial as anything else with those. So absolutely, I think the, yeah, and it's like if it's a cool action shot of a player, it makes a difference. No question. Do you think also this the opposite could apply where it's so bad that mm-hmm. people want it? Like they want to just have oh. it in their collection? Like almost like a nonsense factor, but like a you cult know. following. Type yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, maybe, but I wouldn't think there'd be enough interest to push the price up. But maybe I don't know. And thought about that. Matt Sean's Sean. I exclusively collect optic over prism for football. Personal preference, he says. Does the optic preview rated rookie cards or the standard optic carry more value? The Did standard this- optic, yeah, just a base optic. Okay. He also wants to know, did this just start in 2020 having two variations of rookie Donruss optic? Oh, yeah, that is true. Because now they have the rated rookie in the base. You know what? I take that back. I think they're actually pretty close. I don't know when it started, though. Like all the Joe Burrow cards I have, though, the four that I have from last year's Donruss are all rated rookies. But I believe they're just a base. I didn't actually know there were two different. That's interesting. I didn't know there were two, so I have we're nothing useful to say. Blowing Mike's there. mind. Thanks, Matt. Blowing my Achilles. Um, I don't nope. get that reference. Blowing up my Achilles. Oh. Move on. Next question. Wow. Grief. I love it when it happens to you. It's usually me. Okay. Uh, that Dave- joke <laughs> fell flat like Jesse did in the parking lot. <laughs> Is it too soon? You should Redeemed never have introduced yourself. You should never have introduced Redeemed that. Redeemed yourself. Um, I'm bruised. Uh, David Chavez <laughs> wants to know. My knees in, and my ego. In contrast to your base is the devil discussions last week, with an it with an increase in hobby participation, does that not make the pop counts irrelevant? No, it does. It still matters, though. Does it help? Absolutely. But Zion base should never have been a thousand for a PSA 10. 400? Sure. We have such high demand, it's going to sustain the 400 price and maybe more if he does something, but it should never have pushed that card to 1,000. So it, it it matters, but it's it's being tempered, I would say, by the demand increasing as well. Okay. Um, Derek Purdy. I don't like that. That's a Purdy name. Uh, when do you <laughs> sell Sam Darnold? Oh, that's who we're holding. What I say today? Like six to 10 weeks in, something like that? I'm curious how good the team plays. When does he start getting recognition? Pricing, it looks as up about 20% from a month ago, which basically just puts it back to even from two months ago. So most people are probably at a break even right now. I'm going to wait till I make 15 to 25%, which I think is another four to six weeks from, from today. Um, so guys, we've talked about this before. We, as you know, the show grows, as the popularity and the hobby grows, we're going to get questions that we've answered before. But I kind of like that. It means that we've got new guys in yeah, the space. Um, I'm okay with that. So that being said, this is one we've answered before, but we'll I touch on get, again. 
hey, when can we, is it even possible to do live calls to the show? Or is that just a stupid idea? It could very well be well, a dumb thing. Well, there was that whole idea of there's going to be a platform where it's like almost like Spotify has like a live-esque show. Oh, yeah. Ronica, you know about this? Is that is that anything you know about? I have not been told anything specific about it. No. You know what we need to do. What do you think about the what do you think about the whole live phone call? Is that just a honest opinion? Like a radio live show. Phone calls? Like, like a, a radio show aspect. Yeah, almost like a radio aspect, like once or twice a month call like a in radio? with a mailbag question. Sure. I mean, if you guys wanted to do that, it's possible. Yeah. Whoa. I almost want to try that one show and see how it goes. Now, granted, you get a bunch of trolls and idiots, I think, which would kind of be as long as they're funny, <laughs> they could stay. But I'd be curious how that went. And it wouldn't go out live. I mean, Ronick would still edit it if we needed to edit something yeah. out. That's okay. an idea. Can we, Ronick? We're so gonna talk about this. Sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Thank okay, you. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Ronick. Okay. Rob Smith wants to know. Um, Rob do- Smith just sold a sixty-five thousand dollars Zion, I believe. It's the same guy. So, oh, Rob really? Smith, you get no more questions answered here, pal. <laughs> you send me a send me a few bucks, a little tip. Maybe I'll talk about it. Um, Well, that being said, Rob wants to know, do players, rookie cards, hold more value if their success is with the team they were drafted drafted for? So if Sam Darnold... I I understand. You know, it used to be more of a factor than it is now. Now I think guys just chase the rookie no matter what. You know, Taylor Heineke's rookie is with a Vikings uniform. He's playing well for the Skins now, although he may have got hurt yesterday. Um, but the Vikings card goes up because it's his rookie. Sam Darnold's Jets cards are going up despite the fact he now plays for the Panthers. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of a factor it is anymore. But a year ago, two years ago, I would have said absolutely. Um, and we saw that with Jared Kalenic. His first Bowman Chrome auto is with the Mets, but he was immediately traded to Seattle or vice versa. Yeah, with the Mets, but traded to Seattle like very almost immediately with that product coming out. And it hurt the values. That's from 2018. So it used to be a thing. I don't think it is anymore. Okay. Um, Gino Barica. Barica. Gino's my boy. You know him. Gino's from Whatnot. He's on the Facebook group. Gino's good people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody here's good people. I don't know why I'm saying that. Golly, we love you guys. You're so question. You guys are cool. Bowman Chrome Hobby Boxes releasing this week. You ripping yep. or are you stashing? Stashing. That has really? not changed. Yep, stashing. Just because, is this the one where it's going to drop right away and then come back? No, I think this is just going to do nothing but go up. By the way, uh, the main article in the newsletter this week, which is in the newsletter, obviously, but also on the website, sportscardsnonsense.com, was a huge Bowman Chrome preview breakdown, uh, different avenues of how to chase that product. Because I think it's going to be a, I think it's a really, really good opportunity there because of the low entry price. It's cheaper now than it's been in years. So, I, I yeah, I'm high on it. It's really hitter heavy. Uh, you get a lot of young international prospects, which have big pop if they ever make it. I'm I'm high on the product, yeah. Here's what's great about those articles is that they're your thoughts and ideas, which are really good, but they're Sean's words, which are so much better than your words. He is a, yeah, he's a writer. No. I, well, I talk. <laughs> it's digestible, too, because they're like bullet points. It's not like a long paragraph or anything, so... That's just a little plug. Do you have another question you want to ask? <laughs> yeah. Why is the newsletter so popular, Mike? <laughs> Newsletter's done well. We want to keep it growing, though. So. Um, Corey Bron- Branco. I wish it was Bronco. That'd be cool. Corey Branco wants to know, do you, guys, do you guys think hockey will ever get to the point of basketball, football in terms of popularity? Let me take nope. this one, Corey. The answer is probably no, unfortunately. Mike, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I just, nope. I'd be shocked. You don't see it in the card market as much. You don't see it at a card show. I mean, a couple things. Like I said, there's a couple things I would like to have. At the end of the day, I would like a Gretzky piece for the PC. I would like a couple nice Bobby Ors. 
in general, no, I don't, I don't watch hockey. I watch a little bit during the playoffs. You know, we don't talk about hockey. The ringer, I don't know if the ringer even has a hockey show. Do they Ronick? Does the ringer have a, a hockey show? You asked me this two weeks ago. The answer is no. A little <laughs> sass from Ronick. I like that. Oh, wow. I love that, Ronick. Wow. That was so good. Thank we, you, sir. I wish we could cut his pay. He's, he's, he's above our pay grade. Ronick, so do can't. not cut that. Ronick, don't cut our pay. Let me read. Uh, yeah, <laughs> two weeks ago. Answer has not changed in two weeks. So yeah, um, we don't talk about it. And this is a major news, you know, sports podcasting network. It's, it is miles and miles behind the other sports in popularity. But let's go ahead and clarify that. Where we live, we live in the United States, Canada. I don't know what it could be. Oh, different I'm sure in Canada. it's huge in Canada. I'm, but yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure there's things that are popular in other countries. I don't know about. Exactly. I'm saying here, no, the popularity in Canada too doesn't compare to the popularity of the other sports here, like viewership and all those things. The only reason I mention that is just because we're seeing such an increase in global popularity of the sports cards industry. Who knows what that could bring down the line? But for now, sure. in the U.S., no. You also don't have major players there. Panini's not making cards. Tops is get upper deck making hockey cards. Like yeah. So yeah, I, I, maybe, and I hope it does. I, I don't know if or when that will ever happen. Man, we have been rocking this thing. We're going like an hour and a half episode. I've got a few more questions. I've got three more questions. You want to go fast? Let's go. Steve Dunbar wants to know. I know you touch on NBA players coming back from injury to buy last week. Anyone non-injured you're eyeing in the NBA? Well, Zion. We got that one. Yeah, I'm big on Zion. Um, you know, Dame Lillard, I haven't yet, but I'm, man, I, I'm so tempted to want to buy Dame and even Ben Simmons, because I think Simmons is going to come back and play really well on a team that's going to compete. But now there's, you know, some of the rumors where he wasn't going to go back to Philly. So I don't know. Um, weren't you big on the new Lakers lineup? Yeah. 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 It's hard. Like I'm big on LeBron rookie stuff. AD's a guy returning from injury. So he doesn't count for this question. Westbrook. You know, there's some rookie Westbrook stuff, but I would have to look and see specifically which cards have not taken off. But uh, to me, I think Zion ends up, I do, I think Zion ends up having a monster season. That whole point Zion experiment, I think we might see from the start of the year, which is what I'm hoping for. It's why I'm, I'm in as heavy as I am. Okay. Um, one of these questions about MLB playoffs, and I don't know if you're prepared to answer that, but we should do that because we've been getting a few questions about guys to look for in MLB. Um, I'll answer, I'll ask it anyways. You tell me if we need to push off. Ken Novak, what guys are you looking for at uh, as far as breaking out in the MLB playoffs? Oh, okay, yeah. We need to make this a segment probably next week because the playoffs start in a couple weeks. Um, there's a couple names. I have no data to back this up. There's a couple names I'm interested in. Um, the first one is one we have talked about, Cody Bellinger. Well, he has played so putrid. I just think he's going to... And the other guy I'm curious about is Chris Bryant. Again, I'm curious because I'm not sure if his stuff is trending up or down. I, I would guess those guys are both pretty low compared to recent markets. So we will do a show, though, that opens with a lot of this. Hey, here's the team's playoff breakdown, playoff potential, guys who could explode. Okay. Um, I'd like to say Eloy, but man, Eloy plays well and his stuff doesn't move because Robert's back and taking the attention. So I have not been able to move my Eloy stuff as of yet. Um, last question. Uh, the answer, I already know it, but uh, Ian Babcock, does Mike own any F1? If not, what will his first pickup be? Do you plan on buying anything? I've never watched a race. I don't like NASCAR. I don't racing is just not something that's appealing to me. F1, IndyCar. I, I don't racing in general. I've never been really interested in. So I wish the Netflix show was a little more family friendly oriented. It's not the it's it's documentary style, and just like any documentary with sports, you're gonna you may not be appropriate for kids to watch. But 
that does seem to definitely add some what what do we say we basically added to this whole f1 craze i feel like sure and a lot of this year was the first year of of f1 exactly there's a built-in market there because of that i think next year is going to be dramatically different for for sealed product so yep there you go and guys stick around after the interview with alan we'll close it up from there all right, so as we talked about earlier, we got our buddy Alan Goldshear from Collectible. He is head of entertainment. He's running the company. That's what he just told me. Yeah, I am. Overall CEO. big man on campus. <laughs> yeah, we've been on Alan's show a few times. So we had to have him over here because we actually, we talked to him quite a bit. He like He's one of the few people, that's not true. He's one of the many people who likes Jesse more than I. He hasn't said this, but I can feel no, it. I love you both. I love you both equally. It's like with your children. You can't love one more than the other. I, Don't I, patronize I have me. enough <laughs> love for everybody. I, I will say Alan does such an amazing job on his podcast because Aww. when I was on there, it was the only time when Mike and I were on together that I felt like I could speak up. If Mike tried to talk over me, I don't feel like I can do that here. I'm not, I don't have the card confidence to do that. Let's not give him too much credit either. The first time we were supposed to go on, my house flooded. I had water in my kitchen. The (laughs) second time your dad's heart tried to kill itself. (laughs) So I'm actually shocked this worked out today. I was expecting a phone call. Is everybody healthy? I, I, I haven't. I shut my phone off. Is everybody like, I happy? We're I mean, good? other than the <laughs> aforementioned uh, near death uh, thing for me, yeah. then, yes, doing great. All right, so I'm feeling go. good. Let's all take our vitamins and nail this. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> hey, so Alan's got a good perspective. Actually, Jesse, you came up with this question. You take it. I mean, you and um, Alan are you and Alan are old friends. I'll oh, let you man. discuss it here. Well, well, and honestly, honestly, when it comes to asking questions, I feel like if the question isn't asked for a minute solid before you get to the point, <laughs> is it really even a question? He, yeah. likes, to um, draw these, he likes to draw these out. <laughs> uh, so uh, bottom line, Alan, we were thinking when we come on your show, we know that you have all these hard hitting questions. You get a lot of insight from us, but you also talk to about 10 times more people than we do. At so least. we want to know kind of your first off your take on the sports card hobby as it stands right now, just because you talk to so many other guys, you have some more, so many additional insights than we might have. So what's your overall take? What do you think? Uh, so the general consensus these days is like we kind of flatlined over the summer a little bit. Uh, and now we're kind of inching up again. Everybody says the hobby is super healthy and everybody is generally much smarter than I am about this kind of thing. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say the hobby is super healthy. The one thing that has been kind of trendy lately is sports memorabilia has been uh, kind of skyrocketing. Uh, it hasn't quite gotten to the excitement level of cards just yet. But me and I'd be curious to get y'all's take on this. I would rather have a jersey. I'd rather have a Tom Brady jersey than a Tom Brady card because you know the jersey's one of one, right? That's a good point as far as like actually like displaying your sports love. It, it's a little easier to display a, a display a, a sports memorabilia than a card. Um, I don't know, Mike. What do you, you're you're the guy who has both. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, yes and no. I mean, like I like unique memorabilia pieces. I don't love like like I have a Brady autographed jersey. Mm-hmm. How many of those does he sign? Like what's different about that as opposed to this card is serial numbered and low numbered. OK, so let me, I know let me the, rephrase that. I'll say game worn. How about that? Oh, yeah. So that's the thing. Like for my guys, like a Tom Brady game worn jersey, I, I would I would take that over any card I could possibly own. Yeah, I would never be able to afford, like I don't. Well, I say that I don't even know what they go. I don't know what they go for. They're so exclusive. So, yeah, in that respect. But like my big pickup at Nationals was a Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain dual auto. Huge, huge framed photograph because I liked it. Like I wanted something to display at the new bar area, like the bar game room at the new house. So for that respect, like I'm not going to put cards on the wall, 
Um, so yeah, I, I agree with the display factor. I like it a lot. I mean, you can see behind me, I've got some stuff. Um, but yeah, it is funny. It seems like, it, like I know you guys just filled those Kobe shoes on collectible. Like that was the one I told Jesse, that was not the most expensive launch on collectible last week. That was the one that was the only one I thought to myself, I would spend significant money on those. The other stuff was great. Wasn't for me. I didn't care. Game worn Kobe shoes. I totally would have dropped 60 grand on those if they came up for private sale. Yeah. Have you guys noticed that as of late, maybe like within the last six, eight months, Kobe stuff is kind of skyrocketed. It was doing really well up until mm -hmm. then, but there's like this renewed, I don't know, I would say it's renewed interest because there was never a lack of interest, but it seems like lately people are freaking out about Kobe. Why do you think that is? And I know that I'm supposed to be answering the questions here, but like, no, I'm, I'm taking no. over the duties. How dare you, Alan? Um, <laughs> I was going to say, actually, it, it did like kind of boom like what six months ago or something like yeah. february but then it came down significantly from there but now i feel like it has started to kind of build up a little bit more and i just saw on instagram someone made a post of the last card he ever signed um which it, i don't know like when i saw that i kind of felt like are we coming to like the end of an era type of thing like where now there's nothing new out there because it seems like Everyone right. keeps bringing out, oh, now I've got this Kobe and this Kobe. It's like, it, it almost feels like, is he is he still signing stuff? Like, what's going on? Like, where's all this new stuff? <laughs> is, but is now, it, do we have a Tupac thing happening? Yeah, exactly. But I now, can confirm I he, is not still, he is not still signing things. Okay. Did you do, you double check that? Breaking, though? breaking that was news. Like, yeah, yeah, that was like one of his like last pack pulled autographs. So, yeah, it is going to be weird. Like, you're going to have products soon where you just don't have an option to pull Kobe because he signed everything, too. Yeah. But, yeah, in answer to your question, like, he super spiked over the turn of the year and then dropped hard because people thought we can't sustain pricing. But now it seems like, especially as high end market, again, like those game worn shoes, like low numbered autographs, crazy money, bigger than even like during that spike. So yeah, I, I guess it, it's I like, mean, guys, do you think it's like, maybe it's because he's gone from the, the, He's done the transition from sort of a tragic figure to a legendary figure. That's true. Right? Now we have enough mm -hmm. uh, removal from his you know, tragic passing that we can just kind of uh, observe and enjoy what he did for the sport rather than just thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, his his life ended so short. Yeah. And like for me, like I would I still want one nice Kobe piece to display mm. ball, jersey, whatever. Grew up a Celtics fan and Simmons takes shots at me for this. But it's true. Kobe was the guy for me growing up like. I didn't love, I hated his team, but Kobe was my Jordan. I'm 35. I did, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember a lot of Jordan playing. Mm -hmm. I remember very little, like the tail end of the, you know, I guess they won in 98. I was 12. <laughs> I remember it a little bit, but the Celtics were so putrid for like the number of years leading up to that because Bird had been gone. I just, but Kobe was the guy. I remember when he came in, he was a high school kid, which was kind of weird. There were a few before him, not many. And then he dominated for the Lakers. So like Kobe was the guy for me. So I, I would go after like a nice memorabilia piece. I don't really have any interest in his cards to keep. Mike, isn't Bill Simmons your boss? No, you're thinking of Richard Simmons. Oh. Richard, sweating with <laughs> yeah. the oldies and collecting with the new guys. That's what we call that show. Yep. Yeah. He hasn't returned my text in a couple weeks, so we're on the fence. Okay. So I don't mind He's taking my shit. busy. Shoes. He's a okay. busy guy. What is he doing? I don't know. Um. So Alan, I've got a question for you. When it comes to other parts of this hobby we all know that you're working with collectible you guys have the fractional market we think that's great uh to some extent i think it's me, good i don't for, think it's yeah I, I think it's cool uh, fair my, enough Mike's I, on the you fence, know uh, this but. is one thing that i appreciate about mike is straight up honest exactly he has he never he has a he never leaves a thought unsaid i love that yeah <laughs> some would say so, i never think that's also, <laughs> also a good accusation <laughs> so okay so let's put uh fractional on the side for a second what about what do you think about 
NFTs. You you must have had guys who come on the show talk about NFTs a little bit because I keep hearing it keeps coming up more and more. And granted, today is not a great day to talk about crypto. It will really anything in the market. But the overall consensus, what do you feel about the NFT market when it comes to sports memorabilia or cards? I mean, it's easy and glib to say that there's a generational divide, but there's a generational divide. Um, you know, old school hobbyists, and this isn't about age as much as experience, old school hobbyists are still super skeptical about it. Whereas new school hobbyists who do tend to be on the younger side, uh, are more open and adaptive. Um, I am, I'm right in the middle, man. I think they're cool as, as can be. Have I, uh, put a lot of money into it? Not yet. Uh, is it going anywhere based on what I've been seeing and hearing over the last like two, two and a half months? I think it's legit. There was a period. It's here to stay. Yeah. There was a period over the summer where I don't know about you guys, but I was super skeptical about it. I thought this is done. This is mm-hmm. toast. The bubble is burst. I feel. And I had a friend who bought a bunch of top shot, like right at the beginning of what we thought was a bubble. And it was, he, I think he put 20 grand into it and it 10 X, right? Wow. 10 X yeah. two weeks after that. It became. It went down to like a two x. It did not ten x anymore. It did not. It, yeah. it, it, it minus eight x. I don't know how the math on that works. But you know, when it was up to ten x, when it was up to two hundred thousand dollars, I was like, dude, that's Cash a down up. payment. Yeah. That's a, oh, yeah. that's like a, a your a college education for your child. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. It's gonna be fine. It'll be fine. And then you know, eighty thousand dollars out the window. Yeah, I think that's gonna be a segment that we kind of need to talk a little bit more about because we talk about cards and like getting out, um, but. It just it it's not just cards or it's not just, you know, the stock market, it's not just crypto, it's not NFTs. It's anything that we're investing in. And a lot of the card talk we do is about investing. And it's when do you get out? When's the right time to get out? And it's just it's so hard to really pinpoint that because everybody wants to say, well, I'm in this, so I believe in it. And therefore, I don't want to get out. I want to, you know, ride this thing out. But at the same time, you don't want to be in that same chair where it 10x and now you're 2x but you know it's something for another day because that's something it's a deep conversation that could take well, a long time i have this one guest on darren herman he works at bain capital and he's he's one of the more interesting and uh wizened investors i've had because he's an investor and he's a sports mm-hmm. card investor so oh, he, cool. his chops his investment chops are outrageous he is a mid-range guy he doesn't want to buy stuff to flip because he doesn't really have the patience or, or time to do that. And he's 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 always nervous to buy long term. This is I'm not saying this is what I would do. This is re, re, you know just re, don't shoot me. I'm the, I'm the messenger. But he's <laughs> no a mid range guy. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a mid range guy. He buys stuff. He invests in stuff that he thinks will be good two three years down the line. He's not looking for for a decade. He's not looking for tomorrow afternoon. He wants something that's safe and will get him a return and a pretty good return in you know 24 to 36 months. Yeah. Well, honestly, I I think about it a lot right now just because we're seeing, you know, today it is just not a good day in the market. So it's like, oh, should I have gotten out already? Should I stay in longer? You know, but I think uh, bottom line is if you've made some money, you should never feel bad about getting out, even if it is too early. I think Mike has made that point. Yeah, that's something. And Mike, you have made that point, actually. You know, you you are all about flipping. If you can make a profit by flipping something. All right, so it's a little profit, but you made a profit. You didn't lose anything. You gained a little something, something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Except for my crypto, I will never sell that. <laughs> crypto to the moon. I I do have one last question for you. Then we'll let you get out of here. Yep. Justin Fields, Matt Nagy, Andy Dalton. I know you're Chicago <laughs> Mike, man. What's your thoughts here? Mike, 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 Mike. 
Uh, so, I, first of all, I bought a really nice Justin Fields t-shirt on Saturday. Wore it. It's it's perfect. It looks amazing on me. It, it looks smashing. And if you shoot me a note at you know collectible daily collectible dot com, I will send you a picture. You're welcome. Second oh. of all, uh, <laughs> I, I, am, I can say no to that offer. Uh-huh, I know. Well, I'm you don't have to write Keep note. talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> second of all, I, I think I like to think of myself as a kind, warm, fuzzy person. But the sports fan side of me, when Dalton got hurt yesterday, listen, he's a nice man. He's done so much for charity. He's he's just a good person, the kind of guy that whose poster you'd want up on the wall. But when he tweaked his knee, I thought, eh, yeah, it'd be good. Help to see his Justin. life breaks. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not that mean. Uh, you was... said that, Alan. Wow, <laughs> his words. Uh, bus throw me. Thanks, guys. Uh, now, it, it, when he hurt himself, I was like, "Hope Andy gets better." But hey, Justin gets to play now. Uh, yeah. Did he play well? No, not really. Did he play better? Held than... on for the win, though. Yeah, got it. Held on for the win. Was he better than Zach Wilson? Yeah, much, oh, much, well, much. Some better. would argue Jesse was better than Zach Wilson yesterday. Yeah, exactly. So. Lay up. Uh, uh, right before we went on the air and we're recording this on Monday, the 20th, uh, Nagy came out and did uh, his little press conference, much to the chagrin of all the local media who pretty much despised the guy and was like, as long as Andy Dalton is healthy, he's our starter. So that's like the biggest hedge because, you know, what's healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they give Field some play time, but I don't know. I hope we'll so, see. man. I hope so. Hey, guys, before I go. Yes, sir. You guys do a phenomenal job for this hobby. I enjoy listening to you. You're very nice people to come on the show. Really appreciate it. And the one thing, and I'm sure you guys can can agree with me on this, is one of the cooler underrated things about the hobby is the people you meet in the hobby. And had it not been for the hobby, I never would have met you guys, never would have gotten insulted by Mike, never would have made, <laughs> made sure Jesse had a chance to talk. So I feel Thank good you. about this whole thing. <laughs> you're one of the few people I you're one of the few people I like. We've met a lot of people. I dislike most of them. <laughs> I like Alan. And I and you I've know. heard about each one of those people he dislikes. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. And you know how you can tell I like Alan? Because when we met him at the at Chicago at the National, I actually spoke to him when we didn't have a camera on. I was honored. That's how you know I liked him. I was honored. <laughs> yep. Boom. Alan, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate you coming Alan, on. Alan, the CEO of Collective, owner of Collective, <laughs> I don't want to downgrade him. There he is. Now, head of content and creation and everything else going on media-wise over at Collective. Make sure you check those guys out. Appreciate you joining us, Alan. We'll catch you later. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. So that was your show. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what we have for Thursday. Um, I have no, I, I'm not really sure what's on the horizon for the show this week. Nothing pops out. I, I'm hoping there's some MLB or NBA news to mix in as well, but uh, we'll have some different stuff. And yeah, we'll go from there on Thursday, I guess. See what see what pops up, what's relevant then. What's so funny is I feel like sometimes we we start like worrying about what are we gonna talk about in a few sure. days, but so, lately it's been so crazy with like so many different like random news articles coming out of nowhere. I feel like we'll have a few topics to discuss by then. Cool. There you go. As sports cards nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Plus, maybe Bill will be back. We need to have Bill back. Bill? Bill's been avoiding us. That's fine. He uh, loves us. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Listen to it anywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you check out the website. Check us out on all our social medias. We try to drop shards of the show over there. So make sure you check those out. And we will be back on Thursday. See you guys. See you guys.